0: Everyone, today is Tuesday, the fourth of July, twenty seventeen. This is the Gap episode three hundred and seventy-seven. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Geary is here. How are you going?
1: Oh, good. I mean, yeah, pretty good. I mean, I'm not on holidays anymore, so I guess I'm bummed about that. But back to work. Back to work. Was it a busy week for you? It is actually a busy week for me because I'm flying out to Shanghai on Thursday, and so because of that, I got to get like basically all my work done because thursday doesn't exist
0: yeah but so, then you get, do you get an extra day back
1: when you come back or is it not not work that way not really uh, i like i can do a bit of work on the plane yeah but never as much as as i'd like and so yeah I sort of just get boned it's uh, i've got the schedule for this hearthstone tournament it's three days of 12 hour days yeah that sounds like uh, a new sports tournament <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, are you going to take your Switch across and get some of that Zelda DLC? No. 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 I can't actually even. I loaded it up. I, well, I had to charge my Switch. Because I can't leave my Switch plugged into the TV thing. Because it still does that thing where it auto switches to the, the Switch channel. Yeah, my,
0: mine does the thing where if it detects a HDMI signal, then it, it pops up saying HDMI
1: detected. Right. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever it's doing, it's fucking garbage. So, I can't leave my fucking Switch plugged in, basically, uh, which is fantastic. They're like, you know, classic, uh, perfect Nintendo. Um, you know, console of, of the year, console of the century. I hope they bring every game to it, uh, even though it's half the power of a fucking... PlayStation 4 and, it, like, let's not even get started on how fucking weenie it is compared to a, a modern PC. Uh, yeah, no, perfect. Oh, you know, you can take it anywhere. You can play all your games on the road. What games? What games can you play? A fucking um, Zelda or, yeah, bullshit. Like, shit you've either played elsewhere, aka okay, Shovel Knight, an amazing game, but I've played and finished it on other platforms already, or, yeah shit absolute shit so yeah complete waste uh so i loaded it up i updated zelda uh loaded in and yeah i just actually couldn't be asked like trying to work out what the fuck was new with it or whatever i'm not starting again that's for sure because i'm not going through that first fucking plateau or shit all over again i'm never doing that again so i guess that's it for me basically uh, it wasn't like the, D- the DLC didn't add story shit. It added a bunch of fucking armors and stuff that I don't give a fuck about. And yeah. I, and like, it's, I guess the weird thing is I don't want story shit. Cause it's a terrible story anyway. So yeah, I'm done with it. Uh, I'm, I might be done with the switch altogether. To no, be honest.
0: Wait, wait till... What uh, October is that? When Mario is coming out?
1: I am. Um, I just don't think I care. You do. I've care. never really enjoyed a Mario game all You're that much. Crazy. You're a crazy person. You're such a <laughs> Sonic fanboy. No, no. The more I think about it, the more I think to myself that I I couldn't play a fucking Sonic game today either. Wow. Like these days, I you fucking. I can't. There's no way you're getting me to play the new Sonic, the one that looks like it's the old school Sonic. Hmm. I, I, no, I'm, I'm done with platformers, uh, I think. I see,
0: I see what's happening but, here. Yeah. You, you, you've been paid off by
1: Sony for the ah, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Of course.
0: Yes. I'm not even
1: playing that. <laughs> this is where it's all leading to. I'm not even playing fucking Crash Bandicoot. I'd like, yeah, got a code and I didn't even want to install it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Don't care. I just don't want to play platformers. I don't want to play a game where I progress from level to level anymore because I find them too tedious. It's just like that's not, I don't feel engaged. Hmm. Let's obviously, I'm not talking about Zelda. Zelda like engaged me properly. It's just I can't be fucked going back in again. Um, but yeah, like platformers, I I don't know. If you did Permadeath Zelda permadeath Zelda, that would be pretty frustrating. I'd still have to do the fucking that starting plateau again, wouldn't I? So, no, hard pass. If they allow me to skip that bullshit, then I'd probably give it a shot, have a look at it, uh, just run away whenever I saw a Lionel. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I don't even think Mario has any appeal to me, man. Like, Yeah, just platformers in general, it's, I don't know. I don't find them interesting. Hmm, that's all right.
0: You're, you're allowed to not like fun. That's fair enough.
1: Yeah. Fair you enough. Thanks. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, like, I guess I went because I skipped 64 and I went back to it and it was good. But uh, I skipped it uh, and went straight into Super Mario Sh- Sunshine, which I fucking loathed. Uh, and yeah, I uh, didn't get a copy of Super Mario Galaxy. That so, I didn't amazing. play that for a while, but it wasn't. I didn't find it that good, to be honest. It's great. Uh, Galaxy 2 was better, but uh, I didn't think it was very good. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, for somebody that was such a big NES person and a 64 person, I actually never got a GameCube. Right. I just completely missed that part. I don't know what happened, but it kind of... It must have came out, and I just wasn't aware that it came out. Yep. Um it could have just been that I was just so deep into PlayStation at that time that all that other stuff just, just kind of blocked out. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really strange. Because that seemed like a, I, I was full on board with all the Nintendo stuff. I spent so much time playing those consoles. Um, so, yeah, a bit, bit strange. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so you gonna play some, some phone games or something while you're over there. Is that what's happening? Is that what you're looking for?
1: No, no, I'm going to play Hollow Knight on my fucking Surface. Okay, just that's my game plan constantly. Yep, I'm just going to finish it. I'll have, well, oh, I assume I'll have time as long as I got power. I'll have time.
0: I no, should get Dead Cells.
1: No, I want to wait until it's finished. It's pretty much finished, but pretty much isn't actually finished.
0: Yeah, the the stuff they're adding in there is all like uh, quality of life stuff. I would say um like leaderboard systems and that sort of thing
1: is it it's not like get like
0: proper content or anything as far as i'm aware the last big patch they did was putting in uh like more elemental effects right uh but it seems to be pretty done so i don't know i'd give it a go okay i'll get it maybe just take a look and see what sort of patches they've done recently and that'll maybe give you an idea of where they're at but from what I understood, it was just some some small bits and pieces that were implementing. So. All okay, right. Yeah. It. Definitely still a really good game for early access. Kind of like PUBG. Yep. See what I did there?
1: Oh, uh, good segue. Yes. <laughs> You're back. You got your fix? Yeah. Oh, God. Last week, you were like, chain.
0: you were pretty keen for some.
1: I was. Uh, I needed to get back in. Um, and, yeah, we jumped in. Uh, they changed some things. Changed a lot of things. This is the big monthly patch they did last week after
0: the... It was after the podcast, think. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because we jumped in and, and uh, played a bit.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, they added some things and changed some other things and whatever. But I guess the key thing that they changed uh, was the way the circles work. Yes, yep. Yeah. And uh yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, I think it still got some tweaking to
0: do. Quite a bit of tweaking.
1: Yeah. Um it's yeah, not in a good place right now. Uh so what they did is they changed it so that uh basically the circle now like it's less likely to land in the center of the circle which means that like to make that happen they've had to wait it it's no s- longer random <laughs> yeah well well like, maybe it well, wasn't no, random right ra- but yeah it's it's random it's just that they like they're leaning leaning on yeah uh leaning on a little bit to to favor different selections and so if you think about the circle right so uh quick reminder, the way the game works is everyone has to be inside this circle or if they're outside of the circle, then they start taking damage and consistently take damage. Uh, And basically it's designed to push everyone together so that they get into, so that conflict occurs because the game is all about uh, competitive conflict. And uh, yeah, so what was happening was when it was true random, the circle would just basically, uh, through chance, wind up being pretty central every single time. It it like every time it, it constricts, constricted, it would wind up constricting somewhere s- central, which would mean that people who started like somewhere central, what, what, people were able to, I don't know, relatively uh, consistently predict. Where the circle was going to wind up. And you so could kind of were- get
0: in the middle of the first circle and yeah. you'd be pretty safe in terms of knowing whereabouts you re- you kind of needed to go from there on. You wouldn't be yeah, like it- dead set in the middle, but you're in general good direction.
1: You'd be close. Yeah. Uh, and so, you'd, you'd have an advantage early on. You'd have a early advantage to then move on to the- uh, the next circle, and, and you'd be able to set yourself up and, and stuff like that. Mm. What, with the change, they've made it less likely to go into the center. So to do that, they've they've lent on the dice rolls. They've weighted the dice so that they are more likely to roll somewhere on the edges of the circle. Uh, and that, like the the, I guess the thinking is that you're no longer able to like. I don't know. Predict where it's going to go, but it's it's. I don't know. I think it's erroneous. They're, they've made a mistake because I think predicting that sort of thing is. I don't know. Key to a good game,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like you need that, that. That's it's strategy. It's an element of strategy that's involved in like understanding how the game works and understanding like how you should be placing yourself because what's been happening since, uh, since the change is that like, I have spent multiple games now just running nonstop. And it used to happen like once, once Once in a a blue moon, blue moon. Yeah. You'd Mm. like just, Oh, well, I guess I just have to run. But I've, I've spent, like, games, multiple games in a row now where I am literally just, okay, well, I've got all my stuff. Uh, I guess I just start running. And when I, I get into the next zone, I don't even fucking loot. I just keep running for the next zone. Like, I will be running to the zone, the safety zone, while taking damage. And when I get to the next one, I will be forced to continue to run. I'll have landed in fucking Nova Repnoi and there will be no vehicles there. And so my only choice will be to run and the fucking circle will wind up on fucking Georgia pole on the direct opposite of the fucking map. And I will have spent the entire time running and I'll make it to the fucking ruins after like literally running for 12 minutes and I'll get picked off and I'll have no fucking no first aid, nothing like that. I have no options. I'll have no ability. Like one of those things that, you know, I was talking about a lot uh, earlier is uh, the concept of uh, like providing yourself with a path to victory. There's no path to victory. If you don't get a car, your path to victory is like minuscule. It is like somehow Mr. Magooing your way to victory. And that shit never happens. Hmm. Yeah, so I just- Before we started
0: recording, I had a, a quick quick solo game. Um, hmm. I thought, I'll land somewhere popular, you know? Like, I'll get some- I'll just get a stupid fight in. And uh, so I landed at the- Sort of near Pachinki and the school. Like, between them, there's a bunch of houses. Yep. And uh, I landed there, looted- I just finished looting all the houses and, and I- And- uh Couple of cars went past me, but I saw a guy coming from the school towards me, and then also one down near the hill. And so I was like, "All right, well, I'll engage these guys." So I started um, started shooting at him. They started shooting back. Started shooting back at each other, whatever. And then eventually, one of them kind of got right up to where where, where I was in the town, because um, I'm running around on the ground, like not in a building somewhere. I take him out um and then i'm not too sure where the second guy is he's kind of maybe just run away so at this stage i'm like all right i've had my fight i'll quickly loot this guy's stuff and then i'll I'll get out of here because the circle's um about to start ticking in i wasn't that far away from it it was kind of just on the outskirts of Pachinki, and uh so i went back up to Pachinki or up to Pachinki. And, you know, on the outsides, there's like a, uh, a barn and a, like a garage over towards the sort of northwest. Yeah, Just past the church. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, I start heading down that way and I, I hear some gunfire behind me. So, I know someone's coming from like Watertown Ruins. And so, I set up just behind some rocks and I see a guy run past me. I kill him uh, as he's running into the uh, warehouse Quickly look at his shit. He doesn't have much, anyway. So this is now three three people I've engaged. Um, two of them I've killed. One of them I don't know where he went. And yep. this is the very first circle. And then I get to uh, I get to just inside the zone, which is where the uh, you know just outside that that garage. And then the next circle pops up, and is it's literally on the other side of, um, like towards the west. It's it's basically on the uh the beach sort of between promorsk and georgia pole like around that area i'm like well all right and i I literally at that spot what i did was i popped uh two boosters uh two um two painkillers so i could get my running up and i hit caps lock to order and pointed myself in that direction and i alt tabbed out And fired up all the podcasting gear. (laughs) Because I was like, well, I'm not going to fucking, you know, I'm just going to be running for literally the next three minutes or whatever. Um, And then I realized that you were running a bit late. So, I was like, okay, well, I've got everything up. jump back into the game. My dude's still, like, running through the field. And uh, I get about halfway there and then the circle starts retracting. Um, It eventually catches up to me. And I must have spent about another 30 seconds running outside the circle. Uh, During this stage, I'm looking around my peripheral vision to see kind of what's going on. I can see one guy that is at least maybe a kilometer behind me um, still Mm. running. I can see a guy to my west. He's maybe a kilometer still running into the circle. And I can see someone up on the hill engaging someone else. So, I know there's people around still trying to work their way into the circle. And I'm just- There's pretty much nothing I can do because if I stop and try to engage these guys, I'm going to take two or three hits and be dead because I'm I'm already taking tick damage. Yeah. And and I can see the guys up on the hill. He starts- He he eventually kills the guy. He's engaging. He's just outside the circle, but he starts looting the other guy. And I'm like, if he lines me up, uh, I'm done for. I I just- There's no point. Yeah. Anyway- he starts getting in he finally gets into the circle i'm like All right, i'm gonna go more towards the north and kind of use some of the hills as cover because if i get shot at i'm done and just as i get like into the circle i'm about half my health's gone yep. and uh i'm about to go over the top of this ridge and a dude pops over that's been sitting there waiting and mm-hmm. he's got like a full ghillie suit and shit and he just shoots me like two shots and i'm dead i'm like oh right, well i just cool. spent like four minutes running, (laughs) like, nonstop on the second circle after, you know, doing what you're supposed to do in this game, which is to try and be the last one alive, but also, you know, killing people is also important as well. Um, And that's kind of the thing they've done is that they've made this new change be less focused about engaging in combat and more about getting into the zone and surviving that way, um, which is not the way I think they should be going. It should be about... And we've talked about the things that we would change in the game, you know, being making the circle retract slower and be more about taking out your opponents and that sort of stuff as opposed to, uh, you know, being stuck outside the zone and dying to tick damage. I don't think that's the best way it should be done. And by making this change, it's leaning more towards uh, getting caught outside that zone and, and less about uh, fighting other people which I don't like at all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'd love to see the stats on people getting killed by the zone lately. Yeah.
0: I I can understand it changes something I talked about the other day. It changes the matter of the game at the moment. I'm kind of understanding where they're going with it. Like, it's very important now to either have a vehicle or leave much earlier than what you expect and and kind of make your way further into that circle as opposed to sitting around the outside or, or like timing it so that you just get in. Uh, but at the same time, like, I think there's still a bit of tweaking that they need to do to make this less less runny. There's there's a lot more they could do to kind of uh, make it more about getting into that circle and, and at least fighting other people as well.
1: Yeah. well, Like, I guess, like, I think the reason they did it, I think the reason they, like, made the change is to, like... No, know even even things out because I think at the like as it is right now mm-hmm. right the the reason the reason the the game is popular in my opinion is because there is that outside chance that someone who is fucking shit can get a win right it's 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 not good but like through lucky circle selection right you might wind up in the top 10 Mm-hmm. And like at at the end of the day, a top 10 to me is a victory and a win is a super victory, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, because like you're still in the top 10%, right? Obviously you want number one, you want the, the win, but if you make the top 10 good enough, right? Uh, that's like, that's my personal opinion. I know it might not be popular. I don't give a fuck. Uh, that's just how I look at it, right? Like, if I can make it to the top 10, then, like, the last 40 minutes will not have been for nothing. Uh, otherwise, like, if I, if I die at 12, then I might as well have fucking died at 98, as far as I'm concerned. Like, it, it just... That's just a lot of time that I've pissed away, right? Sorry, anyway. With lucky circle placement, right, someone who is shit-tastic can actually, like, just fucking half heartedly backwards ass their way into victory just by camping in a fucking house and never having to move and being lucky enough to get like I had a game uh, the other day This uh, like I think yesterday maybe uh, this is happening more and more because of the way the fucking circles work but uh, I had a game where I started in Milter uh, and I never had to move mm. and also three crates dropped around me and so I I died at eighth I think uh, with a ghillie suit, a M24, a gauzer, which is what the grozer, Groza. Uh, the the new weapon that's only found in crates, um, an eight times scope, an adrenaline shot, a med kit, <laughs> a level three helmet. Like I was fucking stacked. I died because I got into a fucking firefight in some cheeky motherfucker swim up behind me and, uh, pick me off, which was, uh, what are you can do? Um, but, uh, yeah, like that, that is like, that can happen, right? That person, someone like who is garbage might like half ass their way into a victory because of that sort of shit, because the circle has been nice to them. And, this latest change has created more situations where, like, bad players can get away with that stuff. And it's created less situations where the game is definitely down to skill. And, more, like, it, it is now far more plausible that the game will be, like, decided by the circle. And, that, like, that already happened. The game definitely already was decided by the circle. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, it is far more likely now that they've made this change. And I'm not a fan. Like, I'm not a fan of that. I'm still a fan of the game. I still love the game. I still can't stop playing the game. But I'm not a fan of the change. And I think they need to change it um, pretty soon. I think
0: they've... Whatever number they've plugged in needs to be reduced. I don't mind having a bit more randomness in there in terms of it not being as central but it just seems to happen so often that you're like you're running from one side of the circle to to the other side like as far as it can possibly go and yep. uh, I do like the fact that I'm starting to see a lot more games now that do end up in some of the corners of the map which wasn't yep. happening before but it, it seems like that all the games are now happening well not all of them but a good majority of them are happening in the corners for some reason. It's kind of like it's there's a weird bug or something going on. or well, they've swung that number too far, which is why all these games are running up. It's like, around the, in the corners or on the edges for some reason. Like, the game yep. I'm just talking about, the game I just had was... It started... Like, the circle was in Pachinky and the next one was on the beach. <laughs> and it was... So, it's going to end up on the yep. beach somewhere. And, um... We I was playing Friday. I think it was Friday night, and it was just game after game where we were just running constantly, all over the place, and it just. I I'm used to getting a lot of kills in, or a decent amount of kills in that game. Every every once in a while, I'll just botch it up, but we, we were just getting nothing the entire the entire night because we just spent the the whole time running around. Yeah, and it's just completely changes that game up, and I don't think that in it. It's in, not in a good way at least. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there there isn't as much combat anymore. They've like, I don't know. They've they've eliminated the amount of combat because yeah, it is now way more about getting in the circle than it is about fighting people. And I, that's yeah, that's just not what the game is about.
0: Hmm. And I don't know how they like. We've talked about you know l- limiting. People coming from outside of the blue zone into mm. the, inside the player or, or being shot from behind, and what you can do. And I still think that they need to either limit the visibility of outside to in, or change the accuracy, or have some sort of you know extra recoil effect, or something so that you can't sit outside the zone and coming from the coming from behind. I think it should punish players that are, that are playing outside the zone at least, yeah, um, or alternatively the other thing that i said was have the circle come in slower at a pace where you can outrun it or outwalk it but have it do more damage so that you can't like a lot more damage so that you can't sit out there maybe if you're out there for five seconds or something you're pretty dead um or take a decent amount of chunk like end game chunks at you the entire game um you know not being able to being able to play outside that zone like pick one or the other don't have it uh, you can sort of survive out there and then players that actually playing the game properly don't get rewarded. I don't know. it's just really there's it's it's hard to kind of pick and choose how to do it because then if you start doing it that way, you know how long do these games start dragging out? What do you kind of do from there? Because um, if you start making that circle move slower, then it's going to drag games out more or do you make the circles retract? like have more circles there and and, and do that sort of thing I, i'm not too sure uh, i'm sure there's many designers working on that game that are have some ideas but that's the kind of direction i'd like to see them going for it um because i i don't like at all getting killed from behind two no. minutes after you've fucking that circle's retracting like where'd these people come from because <laughs> they've been sitting outside the zone boosting up and and they can, you know, sneak up behind you and just shoot you. And you're like, well, I've been here for a while. It's a bit crap. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Anyway. Uh, yeah. They, they did add a few more things, though. Uh, they did. Hang on. I just wanted to say, like, flat out. Cap it off. Flat out mm. uh, to your point about whether, you know, how how they treat people outside. You shouldn't be able to aim if you're outside the fucking zone. Your aim should be, like, your vision should be fucked. I'm, I'm like, that's just, as, as far as I'm concerned, that's the only fucking solution. Because, yeah, otherwise, like, in squad games, people are always going to duck outside the fucking, into the zone to sacrifice. People are ducking, like, amping up how much damage you take when you leave into the zone isn't, isn't going to change. People, like literally sacrificing themselves to get a kill so that their team can succeed. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, I don't think, yeah, I think there has to be like, your aim has to be ruined. Make it an actual fog, some sort of fog. Um, like just, it's an electric field, right? So just zap them, make <laughs> it like, so they shake.
0: That's, yeah, I don't know. limit their vision or something. I don't know. Put just put a static image on the screen. <laughs> there you go. And then, <laughs> then they're like, "I can't see. Where am I going?" <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Anyway, uh, so they added in, yeah, the the grozer, was it the grozer? Yeah, I have not actually gotten it other than at the start of the lobby screen. So I'm not sure how it how it goes in the game. But it, from what I've heard, it's
1: pretty beasty. Uh, it's ridiculous, man. Like, yeah. So I I got a win the other day. Um, a good win. Uh, pretty goofy win. Uh, by good good win do you mean it was after five thirty? Uh, it was after five thirty. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, it was a, it was a goofy win. Uh, so, yeah, we we're playing just after the patch had dropped, and uh, I um I picked up a grozer off someone. And I had no idea how, how it worked. I swapped out my fucking AK for it. Uh, there were, like, three people left in this game. I picked up the Groza and, uh, yeah, uh, I think I killed one dude and then – no, the other two dudes, like, shot each other. And then I had to, like, take on the last dude. I sprinted into the zone and uh, shot, at, shot at him. And um, – That gun is ridiculous. I, like, I should not have fucking changed it. I should have kept with a weapon that I knew how it worked. I guess on, like, on the other hand, if you never pick up these guns, you know, you're going to have any idea how the fuck it's going to work. But, yeah, man, it was, it just, like, it's weird because when you're aiming down sights, it seems to be, like, super, super lenient on the recoil, situation but when you're fucking hip firing it is fucking everywhere it is a it kicks like crazy and so yeah it was um it was a poor time but i managed to get away with it i hit him hard and uh, i was closer to the circle and so he died to the zone Hmm. and uh i won the game which is all that matters really um yeah it's a crazy gun crazy I think you were in that game. Uh, yeah, I was in one of them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: what else did they do that was good? Um, the new pistol, the Glock? Oh, Glock's great. It's
1: fucking pistols, amazing.
0: Pistols are viable now as a, uh-huh. as a weapon because they've also added the ability to put red dot sights on them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I never picked up a pistol if I didn't need to like if i found a shotgun off the bat or like a micro or something i was like all right i'm good don't need a pistol
1: uh um, i still picked them up yeah i not never just it I'd was only- just a sp- waste of space for me <laughs> i'd only carry like a single clip but uh yeah i have like i've gotten kills with literally the last bullets in my pistol before so uh i'll, I'll pretty much always do it uh yeah. So, but the fucking yeah, with the that addition of uh, RDS and the Glock, they fucking they're good, man. I uh, that thing fucking shits out bullets, ridiculous. Mm. Can you if a- and You chuck an extended in it; it's got twenty five rounds, yeah, uh, which is as many as a Vector has. It only fires nine mil, but fucking who cares? It yeah fires it about twice as fast as the UMP does, yeah, and yeah, people just fucking drop drop. it's it's i think it will be nerfed but uh yeah still maybe just slightly maybe more
0: recoil or something like that
1: yeah that'd that'd be that'd be a good one Mm. um yeah that was that's a good addition what else have they done they've changed they've changed it so that cars are random spawns they're no longer all spawn facing the same direction yeah which is fine It's a good change, in my opinion, because it means you can no longer predict uh, whether or not a location is... I mean, you you can still make educated guesses, but, uh, yeah, you can't, like, oh, well, that car's facing east. By the... Like, before they made the change, I'd gotten into the habit of parking my car facing east. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't mind that they've ruined that idiot, like, silly bit of metagaming. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they've added in
0: like a, a animation for picking up items. You, you can like run and pick them up now using the F key, um, yep. which is something that I I never used to use the F key at all because uh, you had to be standing still to pick something up and sometimes it just wouldn't trigger properly because it would detect you're moving, uh, which why I always use the tab drop and drag. Uh, but now if there's a single item on the ground, I just run over and press F because that works now. So. That's yep. a good little fix. But, yeah, if there's more than one item in that vicinity, I'll still use tab to drag and drop. I still find it quicker being able to pick up yeah. exactly what you want. Uh, so, that's that's a cool little change. And uh, the shacks, they changed the cha- shacks up. They did, yeah. So, um, now, like, wooden shacks and also concrete shacks.
1: Yeah, and the wooden shacks can be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is pretty, it's a pretty cool addition. Although they basically just mean they're like, you never fucking get in them. You like, they know they're not cover. They don't exist as cover at all. Uh, it'd be like, yeah, I don't know. I drive through them for fun. So yeah. Yeah. And then they
0: changed the drop rates of a few things. I've seen some complaints. About the loot table at the moment, so... Okay. Not sure if something's going on there. Um, they, they did say in the patch notes that they adjusted loot balance for certain things and, uh, like, increased the rate of the Uzi, uh, micro Uzi and decreased the UMP and a few of the, um, uh, the assault rifle-like silencers and scopes and that sort of stuff. Um, so I think that's going to be harder to come across which seems to be the case uh, sure. but at the same time I, I've seen a lot of people reporting of weird things happening like running into a room and four different scopes being on the floor and that sort of stuff yeah, so, yeah there's something strange going on there but otherwise I'm still in, enjoying it still having a lot of fun um, yeah had some some good games Drew and I were playing a, a Duos the other day and uh, we uh, I think we started off at like uh, Yaz, and Yaz was just hot. It was, was so much going on in there, and we had yeah. to end up going south. And there's a couple of like uh, there's there's like that compound sort of in the middle of a field, but it's still flat land. It's it's do you know where that one is? It's between like the warehouse and Yaz type
1: thing. Um S- is there like a Hmm Maybe Yeah blue building or yellow building
0: or it's a blue not the yellow ones, like past the yellow ones. So you've got like Yaz, yeah, and then yeah, you've got like yeah, yeah. yellow building. Yep, 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 yep. And then you've got this like crater, but there's a not the crater, but there's just like a couple of houses in there. Um we were kind of sitting in one of those and we just gotten in there and a uh, like we can hear a car rock up. And a couple of people jump out, and he's he's kind of jumped into the. Um, uh, we're in. It's it's like that barn house, I think it's a barn house. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, he's jumped into like one of the cupboards, and uh, I've jumped into like uh, behind a wall where the stairs are. It kind of leads back upstairs, and uh, there's two entrances, one on the one basically on each side of us, and these dudes have come running in, and I've got a vector, and I'm not sure what he had, but these guys couldn't no, couldn't last long enough like every time uh someone just ran in that house it was just game over within a second because uh, we yep. had this sick like crossfire going on and uh-huh. uh, so these two guys run in they get lit up and then we start looting them and then we hear another car like rocking up and so we fuck we quickly shut the doors and same thing happens these go- two more guys run in and we light them up and <laughs> uh so we start looting them and then like a third third luck comes in but they 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 don't have a car these ones we can just hear them outside running in and then we smash these guys as well and we're getting close to like the circle having to leave and then we hear like a fourth set of steps coming towards and we're like fuck what is going on we're just murdering everybody that's coming into this house and uh these guys open the door and then they see all the fucking crates on the ground and they shut the door and you can see them (laughs) running outside like in circles seeing what's going on um, eventually it got to the like better of them. They had to come in and have a look and, uh, then we murdered them as well. So it was about four <laughs> squads that we just destroyed. Uh, cause with the vector, I had the, the extender mag on it. So it was about 23 rounds or 25 rounds and that thing just rips into people. Uh, and all you need to do is kind of lean, lean out and unleash a clip and they have no idea what's going on and I think both of us had silences on all our guns as well so by the time anyone knew what was going on it was just way too late Um, and we had all this kind of gear to just do whatever we wanted with but we we didn't win that round at all either because getting stuffed up by circles again and having to run a whole a uh, whole lot of distance through like a field an open field but yeah that was a fun game to play um yeah there's nice. a couple in there we had another good one like last i think it was last night i don't know but yeah that one's not as exciting i don't think <laughs> have you had yep. any fun fun stories other than the other
1: one yeah a couple of good ones um had two wins today uh, both like pretty like by the numbers uh got lucky with the with the Circles a little bit, Um, uh, like just sort of. We were starting in, we started in Yaz, I think, both times, Uh, um, and just like both times, all four of us were still alive by the end. Mm. And it's just such a, it's such a tough thing to to deal with if you're down at just two people. Because yeah, even if you get three of us down, if the fourth dude gets like you down you, it's done it's over you like yeah okay fair enough and they all get back up um, which is why why I always secure kills but uh yeah so we got two wins today that was good and uh, the one yesterday that I really liked uh, we started and we're like warm-up round warm-up round we did warm-up rounds which are high aggro shit uh, this is a lunchtime game um, but yeah High aggro, just like get a bunch of kills, get it over and done with, move on. Mm-hmm. Next, next stuff. Um, so we landed at the military base and uh, yeah, got a couple of kills in the military base. The circle was centered on Yaz. <laughs> yep, so we had to fucking we're like, we got a couple of kills and like people then like decided they weren't going to stay in the military base anymore. They must've had everything they needed or whatever the fuck. Um, we had nothing. Uh, Um, like I started that game with, uh, what did I have? I think I had an AK and 30 bullets total, like just thanks to all the fucking fighting, uh, by the time we were leaving the fucking military base, um, I had an AK and 30 bullets total, uh, no vest, a motorcycle helmet. And I'd used my only painkillers to get myself back up from half health. Cause I didn't find any bandages. Didn't find any first aid. Didn't find fucking anything. Uh, and the other guys, I think it was Nate and drew uh, they a uh, squirrel as well. Maybe um, they had sweet fuck all as well. Nobody had shit. And uh, we're running and we're like, we're never going to make it across the fucking bridge. Uh, and even if we do, we still, we still have so fucking far to go. Uh, so what are we gonna, all right, let's, we'll we'll get a boat. So we get in a boat and, so we get in a boat and we go all the way fucking up to like, just to the North side of, um, Lipovka, which is on the far Eastern side. And so we go in, it's inside the circle and we hit a couple of buildings in there. Um, get into uh like no trouble at all like there's doors open all over the place but there's nobody here they've already fucking left and so we roll on up from there and f- like from that point on we basically just like lucked our way into like we didn't get it i think we didn't get a good circle until like the second or third last circle we we were still running we still fucking had to like hoof it the entire time but we managed to get like kills each time which allowed us to like gear up a bit more and a bit more and we found like by the time we were in the final in the top 20 uh i had level two vest helmet all that kind of shit i had a m4 16 and i I was probably kidded uh, by the time we made it into the final circle it was just and like all four of us were alive there was just no fucking way yeah. we could lose basically um, and yeah we put the fucking victory together it was fucking good I love when communi- like when communication is going really well that's that's the that's the good shit man that's yeah. what I like most about this game I think is like proper awesome teamwork <laughs> everyone's calling out where everyone is and I know, I've noticed like it does break it break down breaks down sometimes and um yeah when communication breaks down, I think that's when I get my as in, like most annoyed but yeah still awesome stuff
0: we um oh man I can't remember who it was with it was a duo's game I think it was squirrel I was playing with and yeah. uh we we ended up in a house in like south of Severny. um you know there's like between if you go a bit south, there's like a couple of houses down there. It's oh, yeah. sort of to the west of the shooting range.
1: Um, yeah, yep.
0: Yeah. And it's on the road. I think there's a garage as well. But we ended up. The circle was kind of retracting, and we ended up in one of those houses there. And as we're trying to get there, uh, we can hear we can hear like shots coming from the house across the road. So, we know there's someone else in that house. Uh, so, we've occupied one side of the street. These other guys have occupied the other. They, they seem to be clearing out, um, you know, people coming towards them. And every once in a while, we're popping shots off at each other, but not really much luck. And uh, and I think two or three times straight, we had a really good circle kind of be in our favor. We didn't have to leave that house at all. And uh, we actually got quite a few people just rocking up to this house. And we were just smashing them every time they came in to to try and take it over they didn't realize anyone was in here and eventually we got down to like the last i don't know 10 or something and it got to that point where we had to leave the house but the circle was still on the other side where the other guys were it was like they were in the range and um and the and someone had cottoned on like out the front of our place and and they were kind of hanging around they knew we were in there but they were waiting for us to leave so they could then do something about it Oh, uh, and we were just kind of like, "Shit, what do we do?" And we, um, we eventually were like, "Fuck it, let's just we'll go, we'll take him out, and we'll see what happens." And uh, we managed to kill the guys that were kind of waiting for us to come out. But at that stage, we thought, "Oh, we're going to get picked off by these other guys across the road." But it seemed like they were too busy with um, whatever was going on at the other side of the house. So nah. we've both uh, we've both legged it across the road and gotten just within within range, and. Uh, and then I think, I think something's happened, and the, these the two guys that were held up in that house end up taking down whoever I was playing with. And I was just like, well, fuck it, I can't do anything about that. Like, the next circle had started to, to kick on, because it was so late in the game where you don't really have that much time, it's about a minute or so. And I think it was down to about four or five people left. Uh, I've just fucking just legged it outside, and uh, there was a car, like a U.S. just sitting at one of the doors of this house. I've jumped in the, the car and just driven like in the middle of the field and uh, trying to run one dude over. I've completely missed him. Mm. Um, I've basically done like a spin in the car, uh, pulled it over, jumped out and kind of gone prone behind it, using it as cover. Oh, yeah. And the dude I was shooting at was now shooting at somebody sorry, the guy I was trying to run over is now shooting at somebody towards my south that I can't even see. Hmm. Um we're down to three people left. And uh and then I see him kill kill a dude and I'm like, Oh fuck. Alright. <laughs> so I pull out like my um my car ninety eight and he's still proning there, just like, what's up guys? So I just fucking headshot him with the car ninety eight and we end up winning that one. Um but yeah it was like a that was a really good good match that kind of luck was in our favor a little bit we ended up doing quite well except for that last part where we had to run across a road surrounded by everybody but yeah that was a really fun game um where we didn't get dicked by these really strange circles that are happening hopefully they do 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 huh um something on Thursday to kind of make a couple of balance changes
1: yeah so, well, I guess we'll see, right? Yeah. Oh, actually I I did um something earlier this afternoon, hmm. which I was pretty proud of. Uh we landed at the military base and I got a shotgun and uh 10 total shotgun shells and I shot a dude in the base. Uh it took me like 5 of my shells, so i had five left uh i was at that little bunker that we usually go to near the comms Tower, the the building not bunker uh and uh yeah though we needed a car because the fucking circle was over i think it's centered over like roshock and uh so we had to go fairly far north we had to get off the island very much and um yeah um (laughs) i see these two dudes they've got two cars they're like we're gonna take all the cars basically that's what like i figure they've they've decided and um yeah they uh (laughs) they start sniping they've got a sniper rifle of some sort and they're sniping at me and i just run straight across towards them uh i ping one of them And I must have hit him really fucking hard. I had a choke on my shotgun. Um, That was like, that was it. I didn't have anything else. I literally had nothing else. I had five bullets in this fucking, five shells in the shotgun. I had a choke on it. I had nothing. Uh, But I'm like, well, you know, fucking YOLO. Uh, And I book it over there. They miss every single shot. I stop in the middle of the fucking field running over to these bunkers with these uh, two dudes. And they're fucking, one had a car and the other one had like a, so fucking the SKS mm-hmm. uh, and they're just pinging at me and I stop and yeah, fucking in the middle of the field, ping this dude uh, and they duck down and I run up on top of the bunker and I shoot uh, the other one uh, square in the, in the back and they jump in the fucking, in the, this buggy. There's only two of them. They jump in the buggy. They leave the Yaz and they just fucking start to drive away and I shot the dude off the back of the buggy uh with from I, I don't know like close to 100 meters with the fucking shotgun uh and he drops off unconscious and the other dude jumps out of the car and it runs over him <laughs> and they both died nice. it was fucking amazing we got the ass and we got the fuck out uh managed to we switched to a dacia and uh then i rolled it turning a corner yeah good times good times classic
0: yeah. Uh, it's well, good. Yeah. That's the the PUBG hour right there. Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, other
0: games. It seems that, like even I looked at my Steam list last night and it was like 70% of people playing that. Like Even uh, I saw a story today about how it's just constantly baking, uh, breaking the peak record on Steam yep. for how many people are
1: playing it. Yeah, I'm seeing all sorts of people on my Twitter like starting to get into it and stuff.
0: Yeah, just even now, <laughs> like after right? uh, being out for a couple of months, it's yeah, it's yeah, getting everybody and people that don't even
1: normally play those types of games as well. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. People who I think the only shooter that they've ever played is Overwatch are now like getting into PUBG and stuff. It's going to yeah. be a like interesting one for them.
0: Yeah, so uh, I'm looking at Steam charts now. Peak players today was 312,000, which is the all time peak. (laughs) So, yeah, even today it's broken the last record. Yeah, it's doing well. And it's only on PC at the moment. (laughs) Consoles later on in the year.
1: Hmm. Yeah. All
0: right, what else we got on the
1: list? we can talk uh, about uh, I played a bit of to the moon what's that is that not that I thought it was that game you fucking loved from a couple of years ago <laughs> no <laughs> shit <laughs> uh, uh, some like fucking game
0: you don't remember what you played
1: no I know what it is I thought you would remember what it is you don't like recognize it at all I've not played it? a game called to the moon Ah, fuck, duck. It's from, like, 2011. Um, It's about two doctors who travel backwards through a man's memories or something. No, it sounds like a Peter Molyneux game or something. No. I was certain you fucking loved it. That's the only reason why I got it. I'm like, yeah, Luke fucking loved this game. Uh, I guess I'll fucking... it's on. It's on mobile now, and I need a mobile game now that... Um, it's like, they've It's fucked. called To The Moon. Yeah. Definitely called To The Moon. Definitely called To I've The Moon. I've not played a game called To The Moon. Have you called a ga- played a game with moon in the title? I don't think so. Surely you have. I can, I can do a quick search of our site and see if anything comes up. How. Like, are you serious? You've never played a game with fucking Moon in the title. What the fuck was I thinking of then? This is gonna really fuck with me. Pokemon Sun and Moon? No, you fucking knob. M- Magic: uh, The
0: Gathering Eldritch Moon?
1: No. Deliver us to the Moon. I don't know what that is.
0: <laughs> it's probably that one then. <laughs> Did I play uh, that one?
1: Uh, Deliver I don't us know. the Moon? No, that's not
0: me. That's probably a Nathan game. Uh, all right, anyway, that's that's a 2016. Um Sure?
1: Go on. Yeah, it was like super super popular. You got like GameSpot's best story award for 2011 game of the year. That wizard what? came from the moon? No, you fuck. Okay. God damn, it's I'm certain you are. this well, anyway, I got it. And it's driving me fucking bonkers because the text reads really slow. It's like an RPG. No. And, uh, yeah, it's driving me fucking bonkers because I can't skip the text. Right? Right. I I don't read. I read very quickly. And so watching it, like, trickle out the text all at once while people are talking drives me fucking insane. So I sit there tapping to try and make it go faster, but it doesn't work. And, Yeah. So uh, I'm currently hating it, but uh, I haven't really gotten into, like, the bulk of the story yet at the moment. It just seems like some vaguely, uh, I don't know, linear RPG stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know what I'm I'm getting into yet. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'll keep playing it because, yeah, like I said, I had to get rid of my other games because... They fucked up hill climb Racing and um, I got bored of that other game that I was playing. Whatever the fucking dig out. Yeah. So now I got nothing to play on the fucking toilet. So well, their Wikipedia says that it did win an
0: award for GameSpot. This I didn't play this at all. Uh, Are you this, sure? This wasn't me.
1: Yes. I'm pretty sure you fucking did.
0: I've never heard of this <laughs> game at all. To the moon. Yeah. It doesn't even look familiar when I open it up. The images. Unless I'm looking at the wrong... Someone else has told you about this, not me.
1: I'm certain it was you. I'm pretty sure it wasn't me. Because I saw... The reason I, I remember is because... Yeah, it was all like, oh, it has the best story, but it's, you know, not great gameplay. And I'm like, uh, oh, Luke will love this shit because he loves, like, wiener shit. And... uh Yeah. Lo and behold, you loved it because you love wiener shit. So. 43 friends
0: already own this game. What the fuck? See what I'm talking about? Was it in some sort of weird bundle or something?
1: No, people fucking love it. Why aren't you listening to me?
0: Must have been Nathan. Nathan's got it.
1: Maybe.
0: <laughs> He's played zero hours, though.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe not. Nathan doesn't love wiener shit, though. So,
0: Well, look, I don't know what to tell you. Right? I haven't played this game. It wasn't me.
1: You fucking love it, though.
0: <laughs> it's great. It's really good. Uh, yep. It's my favorite game I've not played.
1: Anyway, I got it off the off the Android store, and I haven't played enough of it to form a proper opinion on it yet, but uh, hopefully uh, I will have some time to play it on a fucking plane flight to Shanghai.
0: You know what it looks like? It looks like a, a farming game.
1: It's what... Like Harvest
0: Moon? No. The, the other farming game. Um,
1: Stardew Valley.
0: Yeah, that one. Okay. Looks like that. Maybe that's where you got confused. Star Moon?
1: Star Moon, that's it. Mm. <laughs> what else you been playing? I have been playing Project Argo. This is the armor... Mod. Yeah, the Arma... Uh, Bohemio? Free-to-play game. Me and Nathan played two rounds of it. Three rounds of it, actually. Mm-hmm. Three rounds of it today. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Uh, we, we like, we stumbled upon some shit, right? What if you had a review metric that was literally defined by how well a game lived up to your expectations? Right? Yeah. And so, a game that fully lives up to your expectations would get a 10 out of 10, right? Uh wouldn't, maybe, no. Why not? Wouldn't it would have to be good. What if it's- that's, No, that's your review metric, is it has to live up to your expectations. Does it live up to your expectations? Yes. Okay. Then it is a success. Okay. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Well, to that, to that point, Project Argo is a 10 out of 10 game. <laughs> okay. because my expectations were really that like- it would be really fucking <laughs> rough. Uh, and, yeah, it wouldn't explain what the fuck was going on. And, yeah, it would be really tough to get into. And so, yeah, nailed it. Really nailed it. Uh, yeah, I got no idea what I'm doing in this fucking game. They changed all the buttons. I, like, I th- I figured I'd have at least an advantage because I know all the buttons to armor. But, no, none of those buttons seem to work. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, not none of them. Some of those buttons work. But they've changed a lot of stuff. And so I'm like, oh, I can't do things. And, yeah, it was driving me fucking nuts. You can't fucking open doors with a middle mouse button. Who the fuck opens it with spacebar? Like, fucking weirdos do. That's what. So, yeah, they've, yeah. Hmm. Anyway.
0: So what is it, like a military shooter?
1: Uh, yeah, it's a military shooter. It's like close quarters combat uh, based in the Armour 3 engine. So instead of like, you know, the one thing that Armour 3 does really well, which is long range, uh, wide open combat. Well, imagine if it was instead really close combat. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's Armour style, so it's all like one hit kill type stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's basically, I guess they're trying to make an esport out of armor. Um, Cause it's all, you know, it's, it's very technical. Um, you've got like, you're doing like capturing points and stuff, sort of like a, sort of like domination, but with like specific linked points. So you, you can't capture a and C, you have to capture B first, that type of thing. Um, so yeah, they're trying to create like a chain out of that, but yeah like I don't know man it just it doesn't explain anything very well well I lost round because like we'd capped a point but we didn't or we were capping we were capping a point Hmm. but we didn't cap it in time and so like nobody had capped it Uh, but it I actually don't know how we lost that round Nate lost around and he couldn't work out how the fuck he lost it either. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't explain shit. And yeah, it's super janky. Super fucking janky. Um, like, the things I love about armor exist within it, which is cool. Like, uh, penetration uh, through, like, certain, like, wooden walls and stuff like that is super hairy. I hid in this fucking wooden shed. And, like, this dude up on a hill just unloaded into it. And I, like, I'm lying on the fucking ground and there's bullets whizzing fucking everywhere. And I, like, caught one one shot but didn't somehow didn't die and uh, just waited until he reloaded, hopped up, opened the door and ran, which is fucking cool. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. The guns, you know, they've got a, a good ballistic model and stuff. But that's... Why, why wouldn't I just play fucking armor? Hmm. I've got armor three. So why wouldn't I just play fucking armor three? That's what I just don't get. But yeah,
0: how's it, is that, how's it look? Does it look all right? I feel like I've seen
1: pictures or something of it going around. I, look, I thought it looked all right. Yeah. It's graphically nice enough. It's again, it's just armor. Like it's armor three. It looks like armor three. It's not better or worse or whatever the fuck. Hmm.
0: But at the same time, like, DayZ is getting, going through those that new update at the moment, uh, updating all their uh, graphical stuff, like changing all the trees and the landscape and starting to look a lot, like, really nice. Not that it didn't before, but, yeah, they're doing a lot with the environmental stuff that ups it a little bit, which is cool. Uh, anyway, what's the
1: server situation like? Is it... Anything in Australia or is it overseas? Yeah, styles? there's Aussie shows and stuff. So you get low games. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to give it another shot, obviously. But uh, maybe we'll get like a bit of a bigger group in or something and see if we can get a decent idea of how it plays.
0: Yeah. It's on sale, right,
1: at the moment? Um, Maybe not. It's free to play.
0: Oh, okay that's why i keep seeing it pop up yeah. yeah cool uh all
1: right is it just the one mode no there's f- four modes i believe and a co-op mode but i don't I don't really get an understanding of what that was about yeah
0: all right uh what else we got here uh i played a bit more of the hunter call of the wild oh yeah um Single player, because as I spoke about last week, there's a bug in the game that uh, for some people they can't bring up the important part of the game, <laughs> which is a bit shit. Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to see if they've done an update. No, they're still trying to fix it, which is a bit shit. Anyway, yeah. uh, played played single player. You still do that sort of stuff. It gives you missions and and that sort of thing. As I said last week, it's a hunting simulator game where you um you roam around a reserve and there's different types of animals there that you can hunt after and you get points and experience based on the type of animal that you are hunting or you kill and how well i guess you've killed it as well stuff like hitting hitting uh, important body parts and making sure that you know it kind of dies straight away you don't you don't leave it wounded or injured um that sort of thing but yeah, it's. I'm enjoying it for what it is so far. Um, the first t- time that I kind of played it, I didn't realize there were different uh, like outposts that you had to go and find, and that kind of transfers into a fast travel system, which is quite handy because to run around is a bit of a lengthy process. Getting from one area of the map to another can take. Uh, quite a long time when you're just running on foot there's some dlc that they did add for like vehicles and buggies and stuff but um yeah no i haven't bought that at all so i guess that's something they they did a bit later on um but anyway so i'm, I'm kind of just going through at the moment doing the objectives and tasks for golinda um who is a i think she's a german lady who likes pictures of deers and things like that Um, And then someone else on there has had some problems with, like, foxes and boars and stuff. So, uh, I went and killed some boars the other day. That was exciting. Sounds boring. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, there's, like, a whole leveling up system. There's experience and whatnot. But just the, yeah, it's just a super pretty game. And it's huge. It's an enormous area that you can kind of roam around in. And there's just different things going on. I managed to kill myself at one stage because I fell off a cliff. Uh, accidentally and and that's when I kind of learned about the uh, fast travel system because uh, I died and it put me back at the outpost I was like holy shit I've got to run another five kilometers and that took quite a bit of time so I went into trying to figure out how to uh, fast travel and it turns out you go find like uh, which is a very Far Cry thing to do but there's like vantage points you can go Get to and and when you get there, it reveals markers on the map, and then you can go visit those markers. And yeah, they've taken the whole idea and put that in there, which is fun. And I I don't know, I'm digging it. I, I'm having fun, I, but I do want to get in there and play with some other people in yep. multiplayer and have like little competitions and kind of see who can get the most points and that sort of stuff. So, because the area is just enormous, that you're not going to really run into each other per se um Mm. i I guess you you might be able to limit it to certain areas of the game but yeah there's just such a huge area that you can kind of explore and get an idea for where different feeding grounds are or where the um you know where certain animals kind of uh where they appear at certain times of days and that sort of stuff um i also learned that when you're traveling at night for some reason i was like oh this is a bit weird it's night time all the tracks have disappeared. Maybe there's no one here. Um, but you need, a, like, a flashlight to be able to see the tracks properly, which is kind of an interesting mechanic. Um, right. So, I was doing some hunting at night, which was uh, a bit of fun. And then it was, like, a part where it was raining and there was a storm going on. So, yeah, it's kind of throws some different varieties at you and different things to do. So, I don't know. It's a cool little game. It's, like, 25 bucks, But as I said last week, it's very a very pretty game and uh it runs really really well as well on my my computer which isn't like the most up to date pc going but it's still it's still decent um so it doesn't seem to be very heavy on the uh graphics and processing power so i don't know it's it's fun it's a fun game yep. to kind of just play around in every once in a while so yeah um i'll probably talk about that a bit more once we get the multiplayer working Seems like yeah. they're aware of the issues, but I don't like that it's taken them so long and we're not really getting much of a response, which is a bit shit. I kind of check every day or so, jump onto the forums and seeing everyone's updated it, but it looks like they've got a community guy sort of saying, Yeah, we've passed on your info, the devs are aware type thing. Sorry, you're having these problems. It's like, oh, okay, but why are they fixing it? Fucking fix it. Um, so they, that kind of sucks anyway we got one more game on the list which is
1: that's you yeah what is this so at e3 uh sony announced that they were doing a um a series of games that are controlled by your mobile phone
0: yeah like in the kind of vein of jackbox and exactly stuff
1: so the jackbox sort of games yeah and uh yeah, uh, that's that's you is one of one of those games. It's actually available uh, in PS Plus for free. So if you have got PlayStation Plus, you get this for free. Oh, okay. Um, and it's it's basically a game like think think Jackbox, but instead of uh, trivia questions, it's it's about like you. It asks questions about the other people in the room. So if there were you and me and Nate and Jung in the room. It might be like uh, indicate, like pick the person who is most likely to uh, suck up to the teacher and everyone picks a person um, and then it scores you, like it gives you points based on not on like, obviously can't measure who's most correct. Instead it's like, if everyone answers the same.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So the more people that answer the same, the more it will, yeah, um, the more points you'll get. So if everyone, if all four of us answered uh, Nathan, then it would be 400 points um, for everyone. But if only two of us answered Nathan and one of us answered me and one answered Jung, um, then it would be the two people who got Nathan would earn 200 points and the others that are like me and all the other two wouldn't earn shit. Um, so yeah, it's, it's that sort of thing. It's, it's designed. It's like, it's designed with, as a drinking game, uh, with that, you'd play with friends, not with people that you don't really know. Uh, you need to like have some idea, uh, about the people so that you can actually, you know, have any fun with this game. Mm -hmm. Um, which is a bit, like, it's different. Like, I I think with Jackbox, you can play it with pretty much anyone. But, yeah, yeah, this one you do need to know the people. Well, that that just makes it more of a party game, I think. It is good fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, So I was playing with, uh, yeah, three other game churnos I've known for, I guess, at least five years, I'd say. Um, And, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Like, we're just, you know, some of the questions I think stray towards mean Mm -hmm. like they sort of linger in that area of like I don't really want to answer this because I'll feel like a douchebag like I feel like it's a bit of a diss Uh, but yeah most of the questions are pretty good and like then like there are other questions where like you've got a you take a photo of someone pulling a pose and then you've got to make them look like they're like a baseball player or something like that. And whoever like everyone draws their picture of uh, Luke being a baseball player and whoever has the most uh, popular picture wins. And obviously in that circumstance, you definitely draw a giant penis as a baseball bat. Yeah. That's um, what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's just, so it's Fun little game. It really makes me think that, like, there's a lot of potential in that, like, that sort of game. I want to make a game where, like, just make Werewolf or Mafia or Towns- Town of Salem or whatever the fuck. Make that sort of game, but everyone is playing on their phone. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Make, like, I, I think that's that's the best that's where the game, like the system, the PlayLink system, has the most potential. I think is in like transferring board games into into video game, the video game realm. Because, uh, like party games, sure, definitely, but uh, choose your own adventure games. I'm gonna have to play it. Uh, what's what's it called? Um, uh, it's like s- Hidden Agenda is one of the other games that they announced for the PlayLink. And that's the game by the people who made Until Dawn. Yeah. Do you know? And uh, it's, yeah, that one's going to, like, sort of take people through a story and people will, like, vote on how they react to things which I think is a very interesting idea, but it's not very well-suited to a party, you know? That's more... That's like at the beginning of the night when you want to do something serious and then you transition to that's you when everyone's had a bit to drink uh, and feels like drawing penises. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that that's that sort of... Like, that's the sort of game. It is. it's like... I don't know. It's... I can't remember how much it costs. I'm blanking on, on the price. Um, that's you me- or the... That's you. Um, I can
0: try and check quickly while you're talking.
1: $24.95 Seems AD. A rich. <laughs> it's a rich. It's a little bit expensive, in my opinion. On the other hand, you do get it free um, if you've got PlayStation Plus. Which but I'm going to do right now. <laughs> um, yeah. It's it's like, I don't know if you can yet. I think. Oh, it's not out yet. No. I, this, like, it will be out Later this week, I think. Oh, okay. Or it might be, yeah, later this week. Um, and you'll be able to get it. But uh, yeah, like I don't know. I think it's better as. I think the 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 PlayLink system has more potential as a as a board game mm-hmm. transition element. And so, yeah, I'd love to see it. Uh, because yeah, if if everyone had their role. The way like town of Salem works, or mafia, or werewolf, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, everyone has their role on their phone. That'd be completely. That would be really cool, and have like some person. Actually, that's one thing that that's You does that. I'm not crazy about is the announcer, tries to be sort of Cookie Masterson style, but it doesn't have the fucking yeah, the charisma.
0: They needed uh, they needed the the president.
1: What was his name? Jack something. What. The uh, fake CEO, fake CEO. Oh yeah, that guy. Fuck, that would have been amazing. Uh, Holy shit, Kevin Butler. <laughs> Why did I say yes, Jack? Kevin Butler. Because oh, we're thinking
0: of Jackbox. Jackbox. Uh, Kevin Butler.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the shooting. kept That would have been fucking amazing. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, it's it's a good game, but I wouldn't pay twenty five bucks for it um it's a game that i would definitely take advantage of if i had playstation plus um and yeah i could see it like slipping into like when we play jackbox when we get drunk and play jackbox i can see it slipping into that rotation when we're playing like with our partners and stuff like that i can see that um but yeah that's about it i think more than anything it demonstrates a great deal of potential for the uh the play link yeah yeah anyway that's what i got.
0: yeah i it does sound like one of the games that's in jackbox though um i I just wonder if there's enough there it's because it does seem very expensive
1: yeah yeah totally i agree Mm. um but yeah they i think they need to revisit the pricing for because i suspect that all of the Play link games will be a similar price, and I just don't think 25 bucks for yeah, like one of the games in a jackbox is really a good price value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway,
0: cool. Uh, that's that's all we've got. We've been playing. There's a really, it's all PUBG at the moment. I was looking through the games that are coming out the next two months. There's not really a lot uh yeah no not really if you're an indie developer it'd be a perfect time to release your games right about now totally
1: Mm. and let me know yeah
0: let's uh let's talk about some news then and we got some gta news going on oh yeah Uh, a couple weeks ago i don't think you were here but nate and i talked about the uh grand theft auto modding tool open four or open iv Yep. it's called which was uh they got a cease and desist letter from uh take two about uh about the software that they release that allows developers to jump in and mod the game uh gta 4 and gta 5 and you weren't here around then were you i don't think uh
1: i know i left basically when yeah. this broke
0: so we talked about how um i th- you know it's an interesting area like modding i think is extremely important um i can understand why they want to keep their online multiplayer aspect um from people tampering with that because there's a lot of i guess money behind that they make money and there's like economy behind it but at the same time you're kind of restricting people that make some awesome content and there's a lot of you know the popular games that we play these days are because of mods um you know we talked about <laughs> we've been talking about PUBG for what, months now? Um, and that's kind of originated from a, a modding scene. You've got Counter-Strike. That's a game that's come from a mod. Dota is a game that's come from a mod, like League of Legends. These are all games that have originated from mods. Um, and for companies to turn around and be like, we don't want people modding our games is a bit, bit shithouse. Um, and uh, since then, they've now kind of turned around and said, you can keep distributing this software um, we're not going to go after people that are making mods for single player content or for people that are, um, you know, giving away this content for free, just don't charge for it. Don't um, and don't modify uh, any online content um, since then. So I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think it's a bit more fair or?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's, uh, it's almost an entire like backtrack. Um, I guess they just, reiterating what was already in place like the the reality was open for was only intended to be used for single player Mm -hmm. like so yeah i i I think this is this is good Mm -hmm. um because yeah like it was shit i i wrote a thing on red bull about it um the weekend it happened. Um, I, I chucked something up on, on Red Bull. Yep. Um, yeah. Cause I, I, I genuinely think that games and mods like games need mods and I think mods are under attack and I think that's shit tastic, but uh, yeah, it's, it's good that they've rolled it back. They fucking should have capitulated. They, rightly capitulated uh and allowed people to mod their games because yeah without mods i mean yeah i don't know grand theft auto games are way better thanks to the mods anyway
0: yeah um, what is
1: going on behind you
0: uh cat fight cats are fighting yes classic um yeah, so they, they kind of updated that. I mean, they, they got in a lot of trouble as well on, like, Steam with the user reviews of talking about how, uh, you know, general public consensus is like, let's downvote this thing. It ended up yep. changing the re- review on Grand Theft Auto from, like, a positive to mixed or, yeah, uh, like, overall, as a which was a pretty big hit for them. Um, but I think it is the right step. They, I think they've done the right thing in the end. Um, yep. yeah but at the same time it's like oh, maybe this shouldn't happen in the first place
1: <laughs> yeah exactly like I'm sure it was just some there's some lawyer somewhere in it you know yeah that, overzealous yeah paralegal attempting team. to uh, yeah but still yeah it it went way too far Um, overwhelmingly negative is its recent review yes uh and it's currently overall mixed that's crazy yeah
0: Um it pushed it all the way down i think yeah. from po- overwhelmingly positive
1: <laughs> yeah that's crazy um anyway uh yeah okay anyway good good stuff what's next
0: yeah next up is more grand theft Auto news um Grand Five news. Uh, I remember a while back there was all this stuff about this like hidden UFO, possibly like Easter egg thing that was going on in the game, and people were looking for all sorts of answers as to what, what it was all about. Uh, I think it originated from a uh, like a, a painting or something on a wall in one of the in one of, on one of the mountains. Do you recall any of this stuff?
1: Uh, I vaguely remember there being some alien shit in the mountains or, like, on the map of one of the mountains or something like that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, otherwise not really.
0: Yeah, so it's been, like, this thing that people have been trying to uncover for, well, since the game kind of released. And there's, like, a whole community dedicated to trying to sort this thing out. And just recently, um, Rockstar in one of their latest updates started putting in a few more things into the game, which which kind of... Uh, it's kind of alluding to them doing some sort of event around that. Um, so, this community's yep. kind of cracked it open and, and gone in there and managed to start a mission that's not in the game yet. And it's leading to uh, doing all sorts of things with alien stuff and UFOs and alien eggs and that sort of thing. So, it does look like it's something they're putting in there. It's just not actually in the game as of yet <laughs> properly yeah yeah. which is I guess it's kind of cool that they're doing that but at the same time a bit disappointing that uh, like it's taken this long for it to happen and it was never really finished or it was probably something that they, they were going to put in there at one stage and it was never completed um, so yeah it, it's cool to see them kind of come out and start doing something with that sort of thing and, and get this group of people that have been working so hard to try and solve this thing um, yeah. You know, something out of it. So, I don't yeah. know when, when that's going to happen, but yeah, it's getting there, it looks like. It's,
1: uh, I don't know. It's a, a weird one. It's an interesting one. Um, because I, like, I, I don't really see the upside for Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe they, maybe they're doing it to win back a little bit of, um, like, good faith. faith <laughs> good faith <laughs> yeah. from people after this mod's schmuzzle. Sh- but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't otherwise see the upside. Um, so, that's weird. I'd love to... I, I can't wait to see how it like actually turns out. That'll be um, interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's been... You always hear about these Easter eggs in the games of, like, being able to find the uh, like yetis and shit like that or in red dead you know being at a town at a certain amount of time you'll see a ghost or something like you, you hear about all these stories and uh it's cool that they're kind of putting something in there to, to make this thing pay off at least so it's fun um and it's cool to see them still sort of supporting that in, in some capacity because they haven't really rolled out any single player dlc um for this game which kind of sucks because I would like to play some more of that. Yeah. It's a very good game. Yep. Mm. Oh. Busy, hard at work on Red Dead. Oh, totally. Yeah. It better be. Let's talk about some esports stuff, shall we? You, you know a bit about esports, don't you? Oh, uh, I know a little, yeah. Just a little bit. Um, Valve is changing their Dota 2 uh, competitive season format. Yep. Which, I don't know if you heard much about it um, as to kind of why this is going on, but... About two years ago, they moved to a major format, which was a, um, you'd have your international, you know, the big $20 million competition. And then during the year, they'd have like two or three smaller majors that were $3 million competitions where they get some of the the best teams around the world to sort of compete in that. Um, and kind of what happens across the last two years is we saw a... a I, I guess a lot of this the other tournament organizers organizers that that put on other bits and pieces around the international that sort of thing started to not see the benefits of, of putting on some of these tournaments because they just the prize pools just they couldn't compete because yep. um, Valve was putting on this humongous $3 million tournament and the next closest thing that was kind of happening would be maybe $500,000 tournaments and then you'd come down to stuff around the $250,000 tournaments. Um, so it was kind of killing off that scene a little bit. And you were getting to the point where even uh, teams weren't focusing on the smaller things because they wanted to be prepared for the bigger majors. And yep. it was just kind of hurting everybody in the end.
1: Though um, if there were teams that weren't OG, then it was all for nothing.
0: Yeah, it was all for nothing. Um, <laughs> and it, there was this kind of... It was affecting bits of pieces of like, oh well, if you did well at this tournament, then it'd kind of guarantee you a spot in the international. But it may, like, if you did well on the the major, then you wouldn't have to play the other the small ones because you don't want to really um, hurt your reputation of being a good team. So there was just all these different things that kind of factoring into it, and then you're having problems with um, with like. Uh, workshop artists not making as much money because they're only their stuff is only getting done three times a year and and just all this all this different stuff anyway um, so what they're going to be doing now is next year the 2017 and 2018 competitive season they're not going to be doing any more uh, Valve majors um, they're going to start supporting actual um, tournament organizers and throwing money at them instead. So, they're going to break it up into two tiers. There's going to be a majors and a minors. Um, the majors will be a minimum of $500,000. And anybody that meets their criteria, um, Valve will throw in an extra $500,000 um, towards the price pool. So, you're going to start seeing some of the smaller tournament, some of these smaller tournaments that we're putting on uh, $500,000 tournaments, now be bumped up to over a million dollars. And, and they're going to do the same sort of thing with some of the, the miners, which will be a minimum of $150,000. they'll also match that as well and throw in their own $150,000. Um, yeah. Which is cool. So, there's some criteria that, that they'll want people to meet. Um, they're going to have at least one qualifier from each of the, uh, the primary regions. So, you've got like CIS, Europe, Southeast Asia, South America, North America... And China, um, so you've got to have representatives from all those regions at this tournament to qualify and things like the tournament needs to be held at a, at a LAN for finals um, they're going to have that on there and also I think there's a few other things, bits and pieces they're going to look at as well but it kind of means that we're going to get rid of those big huge prize pools and it's going to start... Um, we're gonna start seeing some of these other tournaments, uh, have a bit more focus, which is cool. And they're gonna base a lot of this around, um, having like qualifier points for each of the, the tournaments. So depending on how, how much money is kind of in that prize pool, players will get, uh, are, are points depending on where they rank in, in those, uh, in those tournaments. And then that will kind of contribute to who gets invited towards the, um, international at the end of the year. Um, I think there's a lot of issues that still need to be addressed and even now just looking at the way they format this, I can see a lot of benefits, but also a lot of questions do come up. Um, for me, the things that stand out is the whole qualifying point system. Like at at what stage do you start having, uh, organizations being able to start poaching other players to kind of get those guys in there? Because what's going to happen now is Valve's always been about the players, right? It's never been about the organization. So your OGs or your um, evil geniuses, it's always about the people that are playing in those teams and how good they are. Um, If you've got really good players in in those teams that have racked up a lot of points, what's there to stop other organizations from trying to steal those people and just in order to get into the international um, so, I'm not sure how they're going to kind of counter those things. Uh, and they haven't really talked about it yet. I'm sure there's ideas in place. But, yeah, there's still a lot of stuff that hasn't been answered as of yet. But it's still very early days. This is only something that's come out in the last, like, 10 hours. Um, what are your initial thoughts on this and kind of what's going on?
1: I think it's awesome. I think it's a really good change that it's gonna that's going to do not just great things for Dota, but mm-hmm. great things for esports around the world because it, it's sort of... Uh, it's laying down a proper format that I think that a lot of esports can actually uh, adhere to. They they can follow suit on, and it creates uh, like I don't know Valve's in a Valve's in a good place because they make a lot of money out of their esports, yeah. um, and. So it's easier for them to do things like this, but I think League, like Riot, are in just as good a place uh, in a lot of ways. So that they would be, they should be able to do something like this, um, and and Counter Strike as well, and as other games understand the concept a bit better, more like they will also create ways for themselves to to follow suit. I think if I have any concerns, uh, it's about I don't know. I worry that this puts too much uh, power in the hands of the tournament organisers, because if Valve is doing, if Valve is paying, right? If Valve is doing the majors, right? Then the orgs, like part of the incentive, obviously was to win at, at the majors, and the majors were the part of the international, and you wanted to do well, right? Mm-hmm. But the, the, another element of that incentive, especially because Valve is about the players and, and there are player-run teams uh, doing quite well or player-led like led teams um, doing quite well, part of the incentive of focusing on majors is because Valve was committed to making sure players got fucking paid yep. their winnings. And a lot of organizations have had a pretty fucking shady record uh, with, like, with that sort of shit. And so, I worry that this puts too much power in the hands of organization or tournament orga- organizations that might not be as responsible as Valve was. And that might, again, that might, I don't know, it might make things difficult for some teams again, which will be a real bummer.
0: Mm-hmm. At the same time, I think, I think there's proven track, like- it's not going to automatically be like, oh, this organization is going to put on a $500,000 tournament. I think Valve is going to look at what's happened in the past and there's there's been some really good events that have been put on. Um, and they're going to understand and know which ones they can kind of trust. It's not necessarily every tournament over 150 k is now going to get this, you know, stamp of approval on it. Um so we might see some more of that come in, but yeah, you, you make good points about like who's, I think you said like who's going to be paying for this stuff. Yeah. You also talk about like, all right, Valve's chipping in for part of the prize pool, but are they, are they going to help support costs in terms of the organization as well? Right.
1: That's a good question. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Especially if you're acquiring qualifiers in every single re- or all six regions, mm-hmm. that actually, like, I, I, I worry that we're going to wind up like with some tournaments like stretching themselves thin to make minor status and then finding themselves unable to actually properly support players in their quest to make it to the fucking like yeah. Flights and accommodation. These are not things that you can fuck about with. Uh, These are things that need to be paid up pretty quickly. And that's an that's another area where there might be there there's a potential for trouble down the track um there was one other thing uh, that you said that reminded me of something i was going to but i can't remember right now fuck that, uh, uh, okay. yeah you were saying something and then i got onto another ah it's um, um so yeah i guess the the big thing for me is um
0: yeah so so what they're going to be doing is players will be awarded points uh, depending on how well they rank but the top three players of each team uh, is kind of how they'll do like a total and then they'll determine which teams to invite and I think that yeah that comes down to what happens if like alright let's get these three people they don't have to necessarily be from the same team but what happens if an organization comes along and says alright let's poach these three players and we'll pay them a fuckload of money and that'll give us a spot into the international.
1: Um, well, like there's still roster locks. There are still roster locks. Yeah, that's right. So, so it, like that could be a problem. T- totally, but yeah. But at the same time, uh, it hopefully will be hampered somewhat by the roster locks. Like if, if it happens outside of it, then it's pretty much inside the trade window. Yeah, and so it's not a big deal, is it? But maybe they have to start going
0: more towards handling these organizations a bit better or having more involvement. Um, I don't know. The, the, the other thing uh, that this can kind of open up is that the, uh, I think that I said the workshop, like the workshop artists. Um, yeah. What was kind of going on before was you'd have your three big or four big tournaments and then Valve would release a compendium. Um, and depending on how much you leveled up the companion, compendium, you get rewards out of it. And a lot of that was uh, like workshop artist uh, sets. Yeah. And in the past, it was it was the way it would work was uh, like workshop artists would get paid, and they get like a royalty or a cut of how much money was in there, um, or how many of these things people were buying, chests and whatnot. But Valve started putting all these set items into the compendium, and you'd have like ten to twelve different sets uh in the compendium and so you're kind of watering down how many people can kind of get in there and we're getting paid. And that's where a lot of the problems were coming from with the workshop artists, is that people were kind of not really being guaranteed work in the anymore because there was such a small scale of people that were kind of getting into that stuff. And and Valve also shut down all the other crowdfunded stuff. So it was only Valve events that were getting the compendiums and crowdfunding. So this may bring it back to having crowdfunded events as well you know can and it's something we talked about a moment ago is is like costs and whatnot can people start chipping into some of these events and then raise that prize pool even higher and it kind of helps alleviate some of those um you know some of those pains of where does the money come from uh which is something i think they should go back to at least i think i think third party tournaments should be able to have their own (coughs) compendiums and have rewards in their to you know give away or anything like that so yeah Yeah. there's there's a lot of things still that need to be talked about at least I think Uh, but it's a good start I think it's still a very good start because it was it was basically killing off um, third party tournaments in in Dota because yeah just it wasn't it wasn't worth it anymore because uh, you had these enormous prize pools and people were focusing on those tournaments only and not any for everything else. I was still watching all of it, but uh, yeah, it wasn't good for the organizers, right? Because what's the point in them putting that stuff on?
1: I mean, look at uh, look at what's happened to League of Legends, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like there's basically, there's no reason to play League if you're not in the one of the riot controlled leagues yep. people don't play if, if you're not in the OPL or the LJL or the fucking whatever the fuck uh yeah there's there's no reason for you to play um League of Legends competitively except to attempt to get into whatever fucking league and it creates situations where like the OPL teams only ever play OPL teams Yep. or almost only ever play OPL teams. And so the OPL teams find it very difficult to raise to the level of the other teams. Meanwhile, the South Korean tournament is never like is fucking getting better and better and better <laughs> all the time because they're always just playing one another. They're always like they're constantly, they're basically consistently scrimming nonstop, scrimming at the highest possible level. Yeah. Um, Riot's made some attempts to fix stuff like that, like the Rift Rivals. that's happening right now, uh, is an attempt to encourage a little bit more diversity in the teams that, like, in like, to create international experience and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a good thing. But uh, yeah, most of the time, yeah, you just don't play League of Legends if you're not playing Riot-sponsored. And yeah, this I think that that's what this will is directly com- combating, which is good. If I like the other like. You look at the six major regions, though, and I can't help but wish. I don't know, man. So the I, with the inclusion of Southeast Asia, right? Australia has a slim fucking shot at getting in there, but we do have a shot.
0: Yeah, we we, we get we get lumped into Southeast Asia. That's where we yeah. sit. And I think I talked about it last week. How uh, one of the, the team that actually qualified. Uh, was yeah. an Australian team but they got destroyed in the um the next
1: stage they didn't win a single game yeah but i mean if you have qualifiers for qualifiers there's there's a there's a chance now there's yeah. a chance that you can get into the the show yeah and if you can get to a fucking minor if you can get to a minor because uh you know a few relevant sea teams already feel like they've got enough fucking points uh, to to make it, then yeah, that's that's fantastic uh, for the oceanic region. Um, I don't think it's going to fix anything immediately, but uh, yeah, hmm. yeah. I mean, you have situations
0: of yeah by having all these different teams competing against each other, right? You have you end up raising the bar of everybody else around you, and I think there was. Uh, I can't remember if it was the Manila, Manila Major or Manila Masters. Would It might have been the Manila Masters, I would say. Yeah, it'd have to be. Um, they had local teams in that competition as well. So, they had all these international teams coming in, but then kind of what we saw with ESL Counter-Strike here in Australia when they did the big tournament a couple months back, they, they brought in all these international teams, but then also had two local Australian teams playing in that same group. Um, yep. And you know uh, you know, a Filipino team is, or a team from Manila, that type of thing, is not a is not something you'd normally see in these big major competitions. But they brought in a local team to kind of compete, and I guess you know that helps elevate everyone else, right? And I, we're not, we we know we're not shit at this at this game. We've got one of the best players in the world is an Australian. Well, yep. two of the best players in the world are are Australians, right? We've got two Australians in the. In the um, the pro Dota scene at the moment, they're doing very well. Yeah, um, it's just a matter of we're so far away that it's hard for us to compete with some of these other teams uh, over over internet. Uh, but by bringing them into some of these other tournaments, it helps bring knowledge back. And yeah, we've we've seen it proven. That's just how it works, right? You've given the
1: opportunity, you can you can get better. Um, so yeah. maybe this helps. I just had a fucking stellar idea. Yeah. What if some plucky company were to drop a 500k sponsorship on a tournament hmm. in Australia, like Counter Strike, and the teams, the best teams in the world, converged on Australia? That'd be, That'd be fucking cool. amazing. That'd be fucking amazing. Oh boy, I know some teams with lots of uh, some companies with lots and lots of money.
0: <laughs> that much money, though yes <laughs> I don't I don't think you'd need 500,000 <laughs> I think 150 <laughs> would do it
1: I think 150 you would commit some very good teams to come along yes yeah uh, but yeah
0: until yeah. you until they you get them over here
1: and it's like actually
0: that was uh uh Australian dollars ah yeah haha
1: the old rope-a-dope
0: <laughs> suckers <laughs> yeah. turns out it's only like 60,000 US <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you chumps uh, but yeah no yeah well we'll talk about that a bit more i guess in the coming uh well next month right Is this sure. ti yeah yeah august ti so we'll be watching a bit of that we'll do a podcast should be fun yep uh, all right should we do
1: some questions hey, or not before we do I've, I've got a question sure would an esports podcast like the way we do our spoiler cast would that be uh decent use of our time like not every <laughs> week but uh would it be something like we could add as a fucking tier or something to patreon or something i don't know P- people should let us know <laughs> we are yeah let us know what you think if if you'd like to hear us talk about esports Maybe or month if or you prefer us to not shit up your regular gap with esports yapping yeah uh these are two options um, or if you don't care and you're happy for us to put to get like to yap about it for 10-15 minutes every other then uh, yeah just let us know what, what do you think I don't know maybe that's an idea we could do like an um, esports show
0: once a month or something like that
1: yeah that's what I'm saying mm.
0: um, but yeah because I, I know there's a lot of Dota people that listen to the show um, we got some people going to the international this year which is cool I'm, I'm jealous but Very jealous.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool idea. you got any questions in the Discord, Joe? We do. We do have some questions. Um, Miracle writes, uh, though a pain, uh, we should probably somehow mark our questions in here. We probably just forget and Joe Berts would have to read them out. Anyways. I feel really dumb at the moment. Um, just in case making this, uh, point moot. Anyways. Oh, there is a question. Uh, Bushido Blade 3 or Bushido Blade 1 and 2 remake by NetherRealm Studios or Bushido Blade 3 made by NetherRealm Studios. I don't know. What? I I assume, would I prefer a Bushido Blade 1 and 2 remake by NetherRealm or Bushido Blade 3 by NetherRealm? I would play a Bushido Blade 3 by NetherRealm in a fucking heartbeat. I don't want them to. I don't think they should remake. Mm. Uh BB one and two. Yeah. But uh, a three, as long as they kept the, the spirit alive uh, with the open, like open maps or fighting areas or whatever you want to call them. Uh, and uh, yeah, as long and the one hit kill stuff, as long as they kept all that going, fuck, I would be so about it. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I All right. I'll agree it, with you. Do you agree? I, I never played them, so I don't know. never play them?
0: Or well, maybe ridiculous. I did. Let me just check, take a quick look.
1: It's like a samurai game where it's like samurai fighting game, one-hit kill stuff. It's fucking amazing. Um, or what if they just made another Deadliest Warrior? Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of that I've played. Definitely played right. that one. Uh, Simo Templar writes, I think you need to think of the mini NES and SNES more as collectibles rather than outright consoles. I put it in the same category as pop vinyl figurines and statues with the added bonus of having playable games. Personally, I think it is too expensive. and won't be getting one, but I can see how if you had the cash lying around and wanted some nostalgia, someone would buy it. Uh, Joby I'm interested in your thoughts on the difference between emulation and piracy I'm not judging anyone for using emulators especially as I have some on my phone right now but I thought it was interesting how many industry journalists and commentators including yourself were suggesting people use emulators and Raspberry Pis instead of paying for the mini SNES I hope this doesn't come across like I'm having a go at you it is more that it has got me at, that more that it has got me thinking about what constitutes ethical emulating versus piracy. Does a game need to be a certain age or is it a matter of, uh, ha- of having previously owned the title interesting inter- to interested to hear your take? <laughs> good question. I'll tell you um, what, jo, it sounds yeah. like he's having a go at you. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, it, it's a good question though. Um, I I guess the the key question is uh, what's what's the difference between emulation and piracy at some level and for me right I think that video games or like like, uh, like copyright right like uh, public domain. I think video games need to enter the public domain a lot earlier because uh, at some point we lose the ability to experience them anymore. It's not like uh, a book that you can very easily transcribe uh, or a a film, right, that you can transfer from medium to medium. Uh, There are are games that you simply cannot play anymore um, unless you have access to dos box or games that you absolutely can't play unless you have access to uh an, a near uh like gone forever um console or an emulator and to that end uh i like 100 percent believe that emulators need to exist they, they like apart from the fact that they also like 100% expand our understanding of video games. Uh, emulators do amazing things for helping people um, understand video games at a much deeper level. Um, I, I saw a thing about a dude who was speculating uh, based on the footage, uh, like they managed to get uh, Red Dead Redemption working on a PS3 emulator. <laughs> And based on footage of it looking like absolute shit, I saw a dude speculating that perhaps the reason um, Red Dead never made it to PC is because the the code is a fucking nightmare. And there are other better indications uh, as to why the code was a nightmare, like uh, the fact that they were all working like 40 hours a night, trying to get that game fucking finished and uh, they brought in like outside help to get it finished and all kinds of They did all kinds of shit to get that. There was clearly trouble in the development of that game, but I don't think the emulator necessarily points to that. I think it's just one of those things that emulating a PS3 is rough. Um, Nevertheless, to that point, I think emulators are are amazing for for that. Uh, And yeah, I think that video games... Obviously not legally, but personally, they answer the public domain a lot quicker uh, as a result. I think the ability for people to experience uh, old school games is more important than um, than worrying about whether or not you're pirating it. I think we're, we will soon be reaching a point where... Like, unless you have a certain version of Windows, you're not able to play a certain game. I I think we already did hit that point at one point, and we just sort of ignored it for a little while, and we got over it, I think. Uh Uh, But, yeah, there are definitely games that you... We will reach a point where you're not able to play certain games unless you have a certain version of Windows, and so you'll have to set up a PC just to play certain games. And uh, at that point... Yeah, I think uh, emulation will, will be one of the best ways to go about it. Like, I don't know, man, what do you think?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get one, so <laughs> it doesn't bother. Are you seriously going to get one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why
1: not? Because as he said, they're kind of like collectibles and whatnot. As, yeah, actually, Simo's point about them Mickey collectibles makes sense. But people like people aren't saying, "Oh, I can't get wait to get one." I'm so nostalgic about the fucking SNES. They're all like, "Oh, I can play this game, and this game, and this game." And that's why I re- respond with, "Get a fucking emulator," because you can play all those games right now with the, and the push of a button, like instantly. So, the, like, that's not that that can't be the appeal to me, like. Simo's point about it being a collectible that you happen to be able to play games on. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Sure. Go ahead. I mean, if, if it's like the mini NES, you'll have to fucking sit four centimeters away from your television to play it. But um, yeah, it'll yeah, look it's cool. got a five Want foot him? cable, this one. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> look at him go. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Good anyway. question. It was a good question. Good question. And, uh,
0: and yes, yeah. I do think he was having a go at you. Well, yeah, definitely.
1: Well, shit. Yeah.
0: What do you do about it?
1: Nothing. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. All
0: yeah. right. I think that's it. Was there any other emails that we got or do you know?
1: Of Not that I have access to.
0: Cool. Let's get out of here then. I think it's uh, two hours. Wow. All right. PUBG takes up a lot of time on here. Solid. (laughs) Um, You can find a show on uh, this show, not a show, but this one in particular. We're on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Under the Gap, or the G.I. Podcast. You can search for us on there. Um, uh, Joe was going to put us on some other podcast site as well, some Earwolf thing.
1: Oh, yeah. No, you were going to sign us up to that. Oh, was I? Don't put that on me. You were going to do it.
0: Okay. Anyway, we're not on Earwolf or whatever it's called. Um, well, iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Out of the Gap. And you can also, if you want to re- rate and review us, it helps other people find the show. And you can also email us the gapodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, or you can jump onto our Discord page, which is the gapodcast.com slash Discord. Um, we've got a bunch of voice channels in there, a couple chat channels. You can leave us questions or just talk about stupid shit, but don't talk about stupid shit in the questions channel. Because that's, um, Joe will read it out. Exactly. He, um, he just reads anything out that's in there. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash GA podcast, Twitter.com slash GA podcast, or you can go to our website, which is com, And that has all the links to everything we just talked about, including our Patreon page. If you want to help support our show, help helps put this on every week. So thank you to all our recurring members. And maybe we'll talk about, uh, well, we talked about before. If people want more content, we can slap that on as one of the tiers. Esports yep, once a month. One hundred percent.
1: I just thought I'd point out that the Patreon uh, is measured in USD. Uh, I had a question from Savage oh. about whether or not that is the case, and uh, yeah, it's measured in USD. So it's four bucks USD. So it's like eighty AUD. It's like eight thousand AUD. Eight thousand dollars. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's um yeah. Unfortunately, there's not a way to no fit,
1: to make it, it or Australian. Yeah,
0: figure it out because they do weird currency confusions on there and it, then yep. yeah yeah. Um, so yeah, it is for the the lowest tier is a dollar, um True. and then the second one is four dollars, which is a dollar
1: <laughs> per episode or one US dollars per episode. So, exactly. Yeah, a month, a month. Yeah, and it's one hundred percent optional and. We love all our patrons, yes. or Patreons or whatever, and we love all our listeners. But especially the Patreon people. Exactly. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying.
0: Okay, fair enough. And that's the show. Um, that's it. That's it. That's it. We'll be back um, next week. When, when are you flying back home? Are you Are you going to be away for long or? No, I'll be back next week. You can talk about I Hearthstone? Think-
1: I can talk about Hearthstone and, ch- and China.
0: Yeah. You've been brushing up on the Hearthstone meta? No. No. All right. That should be exciting. Yep. I think I got an email today about a new expansion. Is that correct? Uh, you should maybe brush up uh, on some of this stuff.
1: I should look into this shit, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah. Or, or maybe it was. No, I'm pretty sure it was Hearthstone.
1: Um, it's, didn't they announce it will be announced? It? Yeah, oh, it'll be announced it in Shanghai. That's oh, a rock star email then. Uh, yeah, announcement about an announcement. Yeah, that's what it is.
0: All right. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back next week with more of this. Yep.